to the round 13 fan camps after the Blues succumb to the Bombers. Six goals, 16, 52 to the Bombers. 13 goals, 8, 86. That one was, was awful for the supporters and there just seems to be no end in sight. Fuck me, man. Like, I worry about all my teams in derbies if you play like that. And that was devoid, devoid of any shape of form of anything important in sport. That that looked like that looked like 22 blokes going out there and wanting him to fucking Lewis Young playing 20 meters behind. Like I'm closer to some of my fucking ex-girlfriends than he spent on here right today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, but we're laughing, Terry, but like, fuck me, man. And my father instilled in me from the first time I ever went to the football, you never leave early. I picked up my fiance's hand halfway during the third quarter. No way. They can go get stuffed. And I have no shame in it at all. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough watch tonight. It's a tough watch. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, to be honest, I think... Uh, the club, despite best attempts, I don't think we've embraced the modern, the modern way to run a football club and to run a football department. I still think we're playing catch up, um, rightly or wrongly, but but questions have to be asked internally, and I hope they're being asked. I've, I've talked with you ad nauseum about just our foot skills and, and how bad they are. And I think it's got to the point now, and, and someone talked about preparing for 2024. I reckon we basically need to put blokes into groups of good foot skills, average foot skills, poor foot skills. And then based on that, we make decisions as to whether or not they should stay on the list. If Yeah, I mean... It's pretty flattening. I mean, the signs are there as far as I'm concerned against St Kilda. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like what I saw. Came in, beat West Coast, did the job there. And then ever since then, it's back to reality. You know, last week, um, that the, the quote came out from, I think it was last week, Mick Malthouse came out with that quote, you know. When I got to, when I was at Collingwood, they had a massive windscreen. When I rocked up at Carlton, there was a, big rearview mirror and mate did that rearview mirror really shine tonight so, we know this yeah all the Essendon Grog squad were on in full voice tonight saying chanting don't sack boss that was fun then they tried to start a chant we hate Carlton that just didn't work then they started chanting we are Essendon so I'm like great I'm gonna punch someone tonight can he let us down in the tight in the big moments I am sick of it it has to end He's not a fucking captain. I'm, I'm, I'm sick. I'm sick of it. I don't care about their feelings anymore. I don't give a shit. Hey, Taz, how's it going? Good, mate. How are you? Not too bad. I'm here with uh, with my lady friend over here. We're in Holland, in the Netherlands. Wow. And uh, unfortunately, I got her to uh, join the, the Carlton. Uh, like the, one and a half years ago. Yeah. Obviously, he's down on form, but everyone is. And I know, being the big club, we have those expectations that we've been starved of success, but we've just got to, you know, call in for Trey Mackay, Strip Cripper. We just need to just, you know, just slow down a little bit. You know, there's still 10 games left. The season's probably gone. You know, and I just think that certain players in this team run this show, and Cripp's been one of them. Um, you know, you've got another player young, you know. So many goals. To, like, Tonight, you know, unless he's willing to change his attitude, you know, along with actually wanting to physically put his body on the line, he too needs to be sent to BFL. It was his instructions tonight, the forwards, um, to clear the forward 50 and play on the wing. Then that's on him. And, you know, the onus is on him and he'll wear that. There's, there's, you've got to stay the course with some things. Like, it's not, it's always like, oh, one loss. Right? You just got to be a professional and go, I played today, right? This was not good enough. From Dubai, welcome. 
Welcome, welcome. 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 At least we have somewhere to come together and, and hang out after a game now. Hello and welcome to the Blue Abroad Show, 12th of June, 2023. I'm your host, Terry. This is Pom. Hello, mate. We've only just begun. I, I do love your sister. I gotta say, she makes me uh, smile. Does old Staffy? Gotta say, so shout out to uh, Staff. She does. She cheered me up last night. She was good. Yeah. You need to cheer it up. Yeah. Um. Tough, huh? Tough night out. Tough round. Everything. Everything was just not good last night. We're going to touch on all facets of it. It got ugly, didn't it? <laughs> it got ugly, mate. It did. There are scenes happening everywhere. It's... Yeah, it's a low, low place to be. Um, I just want to give a shout out to all the fans as well. I woke up this morning to 38 messages and people were worried that... <laughs> I, I was really down and uh, look, look, as low as I ever get, trust me, I'll always be okay. Um, believe it or not, sometimes I just do this content for you guys and girls, but thank you very much for anyone who reached out to ask about my uh, well-being. Uh, I I slept on it. I feel better. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That, that's how I work. I, I sleep, wake up, and I'm back. I'm back. Don't worry. Yeah. It's just part of the process now. Uh, the season, uh, we said it last night, the season's just become a clusterfuck, <laughs> to put it lightly. Yeah, we're going nowhere quickly uh, un unless, it depends how you look at it. This season is slipping away, if not already slipped away. And you've got people that have given up on the season already. You've got people that are lashing out because of that. You've got people looking ahead. You know, looking ahead to 2024 already. Um, I don't know. How do you deal with it? Chat as well. Like, I mean, we're in a hole, six in a row that we've lost. It doesn't look to be getting better at all. How do you get through without going completely, um, Pommy, as you say, belly up? Just made of strong stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Pop, my, my, my pop raised no fucking wimp. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so you know what? No matter how good or bad the times are, I will try and handle myself with decorum. Uh, and without, I don't want this to be taken across as sexist, but as my pop would have said, be a man, stand mm. up and be a man. Do you know what I mean? Carry yourself with dignity, your truth, your honesty, and and plow on through. And uh, as my pop used to say, that some days can be fucking dark, but all that we need to wish for is tomorrow's another day and let's make it a better one. So uh, that's my mindset. Um, can I change the club? No. Can I fix the club? No. But you know what? Before the last breath leaves my body and my ass ceases to point down, I promise every single one of you until the last beating heart, I will do what I can to fucking pick this fucker up. I will do. Because yeah. this, this club means something to me, means something to me. And I tell you what, at times, sometimes I think I put more effort into this football club than my own kids, which is probably sad, but that's how much I fucking care about. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a scattering of that around, isn't there? Um, we're going to touch on probably the three pillars of the club tonight, I would say, if we, if we break it down. 
touch on the players and the performance of last night, touch on the club as a whole, administration and everything that we've heard from there. Uh, and then we'll touch on the fans as well because I think, you know, we are an important part of what's happening. And listen, at the end of the day, if it's not this year, we've got a plan for next year in the future. You know, if, if you zoom out, well, that's what's helped me, zooming out and thinking about the long term, which doesn't mean I'm accepting what's happening now. Uh, if anything, I've accepted that the season is is just is just withering away and probably going to get worse. Uh, I, I have fears about what will happen for the rest of this season. I have fears about the types of performances we're going to start to see if the players completely give up. And, you know, when you see the scenes last night, fuck. You know, I, I do. I have a bit of a fear of what's to come because we're going to see the worst of everything and everyone. That that's that's where I'm there. But anyway, let's start with let's start with uh, thanking the audience for being here. Thanking everyone for uh, making ten thousand subscribers happen. Uh, appreciate that. We're going to touch on it a little later as well. I'm going to give you some more information about the giveaway so we've got seven more days till the giveaway this time next week we'll be drawing it out for all the prizes um and then i think pommy mate we'll start with the game um we may not touch too much on it because like it's just gonna scratch into the wound um but those of you playing along at home three words to describe round 13 pommy where did it all go wrong We got to the ground on time. <laughs> we did. Um, Nobody well, missed the team bus. That was, that was a fucking win. Um, no, I mean, is there anything more predictable than the way Carlton play football? Um, it is. It's poor. It's it, it's lacking of dare. We go into a a rivalry game that. Everyone has brought their flags out. It's a bit of a willy-waving contest, isn't it? It, it? It's like watching an argument between a guy who drives an Audi and a Mercedes. You know, both of them are pricks. Um, but I was expecting something, Terry. You know, with both teams getting the getting it out and waving it, I expected, you know, this is it. This is the time to fire up. And they came out and it was limp. They set up so they didn't lose. It looked like we were just on some kind of stat building exercise. It was, it was poor, and it, it it's hard to take anymore. And something has to give. Yeah. And at the moment, these players look like they're thinking two thousand thoughts, and not one of them is productive. Voss is sat there on the touchline, looking biscuit assed and lost. Everything at the moment just feels lifeless. And if it was a dog, you'd be asking your dad to borrow his gun and put it out of its misery at the moment. And they can't enjoy it. I sure as shit ain't enjoying it. I'm sure no one in the chat is. And when times are low, if there's no leadership, there's no direction, chaos ensues. Yeah. And we've got people punching on. And as a pom and as a man that loves a little bit of a dust up at a sporting event, it is in my blood. Watching that fight with the guy landing punches of the disposal efficiency of Blake Akers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Then seeing players go down the race and <coughs> people fire up. I go on Twitter and you're either too positive or you're too negative. And then people have the audacity, Terry, to say, where's the leadership? Why isn't Cribs rising up? Why isn't Voss rising up? And I'm like, at the moment, no fucker is following any fucker. Yeah. There is 90,000 people wanting to go 90,000 ways. And Uncle Pom is telling you this, right? Biggest thing you can do in your life, if you never listen to me one more time, <coughs> the biggest thing you can do with your life is sometimes you take your ego and you do this. Look, you roll it into a little ball, shoot a three, put it away. Because right now, the best thing we can do is stop fighting each other. Stop saying, 
oh, Faz is too positive. Oh, Webby's too negative. Oh, this is too angry. This is too happy, right? And just fucking realize for a second, if you put your ego aside, you want to win. So let's fucking show these boys leadership from within. And we're going to fucking pull together. And I don't know how we're going to pull together, but we're going to drag them somewhere that is in a fucking good place. Because I am sick to shit of getting battered every week. I am sick to shit of it now. I am over it. I'm, I'm yeah. passed over it now. Yeah. It's just spreading through through to everyone. We're all feeling it. Um, <laughs> thing is, usually before a win, you see some signs of something beforehand. And we've been talking about it over the last few weeks. This is a situation that we've seen in a cycle. It, it's gotten to this. We got to that breaking point with Bolton. We got to that breaking point with Teague. Um, this is now just a test of what they're going to do. They're going to see out the season. You know, before the game, Cookie and Sayers both spoke on the radio about Voss, um, endorsed him, which I guess they have to. Uh, I'm not saying it, it, it's a, a special endorsement, but um, everyone's asked every question. Um, and I think you're right, Pommy. There's something around, for, for the way I see it now, it's a management game to just get through to the end of the year now um, and start looking for who is going to show qualities that are going to help us moving forward. That's really what I'm looking for now while we're in the shit. And I hate to think of the thought that you just mentioned of, okay, the pressure of finals might come off soon and then we'll get a bit of a mental release because yeah, I don't want to be... Yeah, exactly right. And I, you know, that's that's going to annoy me um, if it gets to that. But, you know, what can we do? I think Tony said we it hold, here. We, we hold them to account. We hold them yeah, to account. But, but I, you know, the fighting in the stands, that, like, I, I, I saw that video, right? And there's a part of me that, yeah, you know, screaming and throwing shit at the players. I understand we're in 2023 and it's not acceptable. I'm a little bit old school. Do you know what I mean? Like my country, we're a little bit different, but then my country is a little bit different that our <laughs> players will actually walk around the ground and do that. Win, lose or draw. And they'll yeah. pop the boo, but they'll thank you. Whatever happens from here. And I'm telling you now, I've seen this cycle before. Voss will get sat at the end of the year. We'll get sat to the end of the year. And no doubt, we'll probably have like some kind of revolt and the NPCs we've got in the board will just be replaced by more NPCs. And it's just going to be a vicious cycle, mm -hmm. right? Vicious cycle. But the truth be told, the players get away with way too much and they have done for years. This is a player issue as much as it is a coaching issue for me. And like, honestly, let's just have a look. Let's just have a look at it. People are sick of it. And we are treated either as a cash cow or an inconvenience. Yeah. And that hurts me because at the end of the day, yes, I'm sure. Do I? I actually don't think it affected the players walking off to that. I, I don't think yeah. it did. And that actually hurts me because, you know what, you don't go out there and you put 33 tackles in, right? If you're busting an ass, you don't have seven tackles inside 50, six of them in the first. You don't go at 39% efficiency inside 50. You don't go at 27% shooting accuracy. You don't have six players with one tackle. You don't have eight players with no tackles. You don't have a guy coming on for 15 minutes who evidently isn't good enough to play seniors, outperform fucking 16 of his peers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't have that. You don't have that if you are really, really, really busting ass. And it's, like it's hurting me, Terry. It, it's yeah. hurting me because I don't know what the club want from us anymore. You are going to get that aggression if you don't give people the care factor and show yeah, them. Yeah, I know. Even before the game, Voss is going to stay forever. Everything's all pretty. Look at these pretty little 16 flags. Them flags are old enough to vote, Terry. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, the spillover is it's the chicken and the egg. Cause the attention will go, oh, you know, those toxic fans. And I didn't like the look. 
I didn't like the I didn't like the look of the rage against the players just from the from the standpoint of fuck look at where we've gotten to again you know like these scenes are just not scenes that should be happening at this point um people's emotions are spilling over and everyone reacts in different ways I'm not justifying anyone's behavior I've made mistakes as well um here on the show I've made mistakes at games before as well I've learned from them <clears throat> so it's not, not not here to lecture but it's just sad to see the state of affairs, you know, people throwing their memberships down and really giving up, really throwing it away. Um, but at the end of the day, it has to happen. You get exactly what you deserve. Um, we get exactly the the leaders that we deserve. Paul mentioned that last week. Um, the players get the reaction they deserve. The club gets the reaction they deserve. Um, everything is deserved. Um, and, it's, and it's all three elements of this club. Um, that have some improving to do. Um, but, you know, it's really difficult to see what to latch onto now for the rest of the year. Like there's such dysfunction and there's such a disconnectedness amongst us all, you know? I feel like it's it's at the moment held together by sticky tape. And, and maybe people haven't given up and that's why you see reactions like that last night. Maybe that's just the panic setting in. You know what? I can see it's unsightly. I, I, mm. I can see it's unsightly, but like a decade of working in sport, can I just say yeah. people are fucking harsh? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's it, 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 it's not, you know, when people say, oh, if someone came into my workplace, yeah, you, you're on just above minimum wage. These guys, if you work it out per hour, are on obscene money and that they are open to public service. So, so, so they expect it. They're trained from 13. Is it right? That's a different story, right? That's a different story. Like, that's your call. Would that affect me? It wouldn't, really. I'm going to be honest. If you spoke to me like that, it would fire me up and I would fucking feel ashamed because I, I, I am in love. But at the end of the day, that should be negated by good football management. Mm. Do you know what I mean? What the club don't understand is you guys and girls don't want fucking sunshine and poppycock. You want some accountability and some truth. And I feel you, chat. I feel you because I am sick of Voss coming out and saying, oh, it was great. Effort was fantastic. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah, players. I I'd like him to pretend to be sad, at least for us. I'd also like when we have an AGM. We don't always have the same people asking questions that no one cares about. Do you know what I mean? I don't care about how much profit and loss, right, we've made. I, I want about the football. And that's a two-way street. So the fan, so my message to the club is okay, you don't want them berated off the field. Is a news flash. Treat the fans with a little bit of respect because the same names I see in the chat were the same names I saw in the chat when I first came on here, right? Mm. So that means they've been here at least four years through the dark period, and that's a minimum. So give us a little bit of love, a little bit of respect, because that pain, that suffering, that booing, people aren't going to the game to be horrible out of spite. People yeah. are going in there because they are disappointed that they believe. And I don't think it's a big ask, right? to look like you're trying to win. And I am telling you now, I have analysed football for a long time with you guys. That is the most limp, most soft, most weak performance I have ever seen. And they literally set out not to lose, yeah. right? And that is, for me, unacceptable for my football club. And yeah. we need to start getting real a little bit. Real. Yeah, of course. Of course. The, the honesty is, is, is a must. I mentioned that the the Sydney game reminded me of 2021 GWS. It was more it was more so that game there. Um, honestly, those tackle numbers, Vossi mentioned they were unacceptable. Use some strong language there, but um, that mental application. There's a my experience going to the footy now in the last month or so. It's been like you get there and there's there's just a there's just an air of anxiety in there and it, it shows on the players. It reflects on the players. 
I saw a comment earlier today about the way Collingwood walk out or Melbourne walk out and their body language and you see the way our boys walk out, hunched over, leaning over forward. Yeah, there's this fear, there's this anxiety. Um, and like we said last week and like we'll continue to say, man, they just they have to just grind it out and work their way through it. You know, my question is of what you're seeing, let's say this season so far, what are the signs for that, that are actually going to help us for the future? Because I'm trying to look for something now that's going to help us moving forward. Because from my lens, I don't think we can move forward with, we'll talk about players, staff, coaches. I don't know. I think there'll be changes there as well in the department. But what is actually going to help us moving forward with this team? Honestly? Yeah. A clear plan. That yeah. isn't that isn't Walt Disney. Yeah. A clear plan that clearly structures where we are, what we are, and what we're about. Like, I know people are joking about trading in for pick one. Harley Reid is the second most talented young kid I have ever seen so far. He can't fix it. Mm-hmm. He he can't fix it. He's just a he's just a, a young man. We we need a whatever happens at the end of this season. We need a pure. I'm talking radical change. I'm not going to yeah. use the word nuke because nukes take you 50 years to rebuild. I, I am taught, and we, I think we've been re, rebuilding for too long. But I want proper, total, total modern day football club looking at the successful models around the world and having. None of this stupid, oh, you've got to be a Carlton member for 10, 15 years constitution to be on the board. We actually get the best people in who aren't business people, but they're also sports-minded people. We have an open, clear dialogue between fan base and, and the club. I feel like Carlton have had a race for memberships at the expense of building relationships and connections with their fans. I feel like we've gone from a family proud football club to McDonald's of AFL. I feel like there is no identity. I feel like there is no spine. I feel like that the identity is this chat. I feel now when I look back and I think what connects me with my Rangers and what connects me with my granddad's side, Manchester United are the history and the the people and the the players and the the board members and it's everything about the football club. And then I think about what connects me with Carlton Football Club. Do you know what it is? It's do you know, this is really sad actually because I said this last night to my mate. He works at Newcastle United, and it's the first time he watched AFL. And he saw I was sad, and he watched the game. And he's a scout, and we watched it together. We had a bit of a laugh. And I, you know, what really makes me sad? It's the people. Yeah, I, I, I don't feel connected with the players. I feel nothing. I don't feel connected with us. I feel nothing. The board members couldn't give a fuck. I couldn't give a fuck about them. Do you know what I mean? They could live and be coaches and stuff for a long life. I'll leave tomorrow. I don't care. I, I, I care about the people that I've met yeah. and I feel like I'm part of something. Mm-hmm. But right now I feel like my dad and the mum, the football club, they stand for fuck all. I feel like a big brother who's been thrust to look after the kids. And that kills me. And they've forgotten who we are. And I think we're forgetting who we who we are. I think no one knows what we are anymore. I feel like literally we're just a big marketing organization. We're the Toys mm-hmm. R Us of football. That's what we are. The Toys R Us of football. Yeah. Like it's all good to to build a fan base and to build a strong membership base, but when you're not managing them and and not communicating with them effectively enough, consistently enough, not just a week or two here or there, it shows. And further to your point, like with this fan base now, we're starting to see more and more separation from what was and what is. You know, what was uh, those in the chat right now, for example, and those watching who watched three, four, five, six premierships in their life. And, And what is right now is a generation who, have barely have not watched more than two finals at most finals or about premiership. So, so the, the sense of what the club is becomes a bit more blurred. Um, and, you know, we can talk about, we can talk about nuking the joint. We can talk about making eight to 12 list changes, cleaning out the board, cleaning out the coaching department, cleaning all of it out. The expectation is never going to go away from the fan base. 
the we are the Carlton Football Club is is not going to go away from the fan base. The the standards that we you know we demand from what we want to see from the club. So it's just going to become somebody else's pressure point. Yeah, it's the great unknown, the Carlton Football Club, the great dichotomy. Club's too big. <laughs> you know what Carlton Football Club is? It's a Ponzi scheme, and instead of ciphering money. They cipher hope. And what they offer you in return is a history that wasn't built the way that you can nowadays. Yeah. And that hurts me. The connection is horrible. They build up players way too much from an internal base. As soon as you set foot into Carlton Football Club, you've made it, baby. It's red panty day, as fucking Conor McGregor calls it. We've made it, baby. <laughs> baby, we, we did, did it. it. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? That's that. That's what it is. And honestly, how do you, in 2023, where social media is king now, social media is king, whether the media want to accept it or not, media is dead. Media is dead. This is it. And the connection has been really, really lost, man. Yeah. Like we are in a day, an era where it is so easy to connect with your fan base. We have literally had a race in our mind to get to 100k members, right? That that that's what it is. That's what the whole focus is. But the whole focus hasn't been on building relationships. I have been fortunate in this position of four years of working with you, Terry, to get some connections with some of the players. And I've got some stories that I can't even tell you guys, but the stories of players crying because they've been heard that they're injured and stuff like that. There's players who have had breakdowns, right? Emotional breakdowns. But you would never know that because the club doesn't choose to present these players as human beings. Mm. Our football club is a bizarre place because right now I know in the next couple of days, you're all going to be told off because... A couple of dickheads were at the race. They'd had a few too many beers. These guys wouldn't say boo in a fucking it, it, to you in the bar, but they'll scream at the players from three floors away because that's safe, right? And the club will tell you off and they'll go, you're really not naughty, 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 naughty. But come September, they'll be begging you to resign, to resign. And that's the problem. And this is so easily fixed. I, I tell you what, this is not me being arrogant. You put me as the head honcher of Carlton Football Club and I could guarantee you I'd fix it within 14 days. Guarantee within 14 days. And that's why I'm telling you it's so easy to fix. But the problem is, is you are going to ask, to ask people to give up and seed power. Seed power. Put the ego aside. The, the constitution is archaic. The, AF, the AFL is miles, miles behind any other sport. And you know what annoys me, right? What really fucking grates my gears is no one wants to cede the power. There's way too much arrogance. There's way too much ego. This, for a lot of people at this football club, looks fucking good on the CV. And I am telling you right now, Carlton Football Club needs to go back to its roots. It needs yeah. to go back to its roots. It's the people's club. This is a few people here that care so much i see so much passion so much love i love hearing the old guys and girls tell me about winning flags because to me it seems like a story but you know yeah. what we need to fucking bring it back and the only way we bring it back is we put our fucking egos aside egos aside and we seed a bit of power yeah. it's all i'm asking seed a bit of power well the the modern world and the modern sporting club has digital fans and um, a lot of the people that I work with um, at founder, a lot of the, the businesses that I work with, they will try and build their Instagram pages. For example, it's the classic example of high, Hey mate, high, high following count, but what's your engagement rate? I don't know what that metric sounds like for us as a club, high membership base. What's the care factor? I know I meet a lot of people who, who pay for their membership to have their seat, but they don't actually go to the games. Um, there are so many, there, there are channels of communication that you can, you can use right now. There are mediums that you can use to talk to your people at scale right now. They exist. Um, the trust has been lost from the fans about what is being said. Like Charlie Kerner, for example, pretty clear said, we're hurting. Trust me, we feel it. 
It seems like any quote coming out of the club, any post coming out of the club is met with just just fire and steam because there's no trust. Um, and yeah, there's something in that. They're, they're, we need to find a way to better connect with our people, not just the players themselves, not just the the admin themselves, but but the fans with the club. Yeah. And mate, it's not easy. It's mate. not easy, mate. I know you said it's it, it's not easy. It's a difficult task, but it's a required task. I disagree. It is easy if you open yourself up to change. If you open you mean, yourself up well, to yeah, change. Yeah, it, 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 it's it, hard it, it, if you're it, stuck in fucking 1970 and it's, yeah. oh, I'm rich and I'm powerful and these minions will do whatever I say. But mm. if you're a brain, I, I was at Rangers last end of the season. Rangers have something that I have actually petitioned to the club twice, actually given a presentation to some high profile pe people to replicate what they have digitally around in England. We had a member of our coaching staff, right? of Rangers, do a Zoom call with just normal fans. If you had any membership, you could log into this and you were overseas. And they were at liberty to basically, you had to pre-ask the questions, but they had a limit of 100. And if they were kind of similar questions, they'd merge them and everyone got their name read out. They'd be like, oh, Dan, Terry, Tony, they all asked this question. But it was all in real time. And we let two players go that were club icons, legends to us. And they basically asked representatives to ask these questions. And some guys were really fearful, like, how the F do you dare get rid of Ryan Kent? Ryan Kent was my effing favourite. What the F are you doing? And it was great to see these coaches who believed in what they were doing. And one of the questions was the best I've ever heard, right? It was, why is Ryan Kent gone? And he's won us the title. He won us our 55th. He was one of our best players. And the coach nailed the answer. And he goes, we've looked at our, our squad. And although Ryan Kent has been a great servant to the club, he's been a fantastic fan's favourite. We are looking at players and the way that we play in our system. And we are trying to replicate a system that we can rely on players not have players who have 10 out of 10 moments. They can be consistent week in, week out, right? Mm. And he was like, we're really sad Ryan's gone. We're wishing the best. He's always welcome back. But it wasn't fair with what we would offer him to stay on versus the value he could give another club. And you know, this guy, he was really angry. He was just like, ah, ah you're right, mate. Kenty had some shit games this year. I'm glad he's gone. Instantly changed his tune. And it's just little things like that where these people are brave to face the fans because they're like, you know what? We're going to get hate. Do you know why? Because they've got no fucking ego. They've got no ego. They know they work for the club, which indirectly means they work for the people. So they're going to get sworn at. They're going to be fearsome. They're going to be passion, right? And well, they understand it, but they don't scared because they tell the truth. You can't fear the truth. It's amazing what happens when someone who is you know abusing you online will do if you just stand or, or, or reply to them and say and like give them your time how much that tune changes and so there's the opportunity there um i've got one for you hit me and for everyone if you could ask one question about all of this to the club what would it be take a moment to think about that one question and not why is he shit or why is he not playing? Like an actual deeper question about what's what, what, what you would like to find out. What would it be? How long does it take on average to be on the board that you go from someone that loves the club with every ounce of soul, every waking being? It's you waking up in the morning, excited for the game. Does it take to sit in that boardroom until you forget who you are, mm. on average, would That's be the deep. question I'd ask. That's deep. That's deep. Because I'm telling you now, and you know what the big thing is? I'm telling you this. This is Poms telling you as a matter of fact. They used to feel like you and me, but our constitution is like a golf constitution. It is designed to let minions think they can get into power, but you never really do have the power. And it is all designed how long you've got to be a member, 
how you get to nominate is literally designed so the same people get on the board. It's just another NPC, non-playable character when you play a computer game with nothing. That's what it is. That is literally what it is. And that that shouldn't be. We should have... We don't need multi-millionaires on the board. We need people to also remember what it was like to be a fan. What it was like to be us. Mm. Some interesting questions here. I like this one. These are, these are what fucking you, good questions as well. These are great questions. What did you do in the preseason? What was the preparation like? Mine would be, what's the plan? <laughs> just in, end off. No, no, I'm not done. No, I'm just saying that, that would be brilliant. What's the plan? Dramatic effect. I paused and everything. You fuck it. <laughs> no, mine would be, what is the plan to connect with the fans moving forward? That would be me. Um, I can give you the answer. Saturday, bobblehead. <laughs> uh, I like this. No, what is we're our laughing, but do you know what I mean? Like, no, it's 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 psychotic laughter, mate. It's not. We real have nearly ten percent of Carlton's fan base watching just you and me. A pom mm. with a weird laugh and a sense of humour, and a really good-looking Australian with a drive like no other, right? And we have somehow, we're, we're catching them up. We've probably got a bigger, bigger membership base than Gold Coast. Catching up to Gold Coast. Do you know what I mean? Like, this, this is what annoys me. Like, fuck me. And, and you know what? I love Adrian. He's my he, he's my boy. Adrian's one of my favourites. So I've just got to give a shout out to Adrian. One man who, whenever I'm down, seems to know when to PM me, right? But this is what I mean. These questions you guys and girls are asking are the fucking questions the board need to be held accountable to. But they manipulate them bloody things, They them, them AGMs, and it's the same melts who go, who ask the same questions like, oh, are we going to get our membership pins back? Oh, how... Why don't we have premium beer anymore? I remember that question. Never forget it. 2018, some twat said, why is the beers at the functions no longer premium? And I'm like, one, two fucking games, mate. Buy your own yeah. beer. How's that? Two fucking games. But, but, but these are the questions. And the problem is, is they actually think we're not smart enough. Do you know what I mean? The, well, well, I, I will yes. tell you now, the board have never watched Blue Abroad, and if they fucking did, they realised that we know way too much. Way well, too much. And we this want is the, too much. This is the tough part. When you see scenes like last night, when you see the reaction to Zach Williams' sister passing away and, and, and the angle that some people went to on that, everyone gets painted in that same light you know we can be as we can be as intelligent as we want to be um i i my, my perception is that dealing with the fans it's almost it's in the too hard basket that that's my perception it's, it's too hard to deal with them there's too much emotion um also they've got a job to do and they've got to make they've got to protect <clears throat> the inner sanctum so that they can focus on the task at hand but mate you've got ninety thousand members you have to be putting things in place to manage those relationships. Um, by the way, these questions that you guys have sent in are fucking brilliant. Seriously, I might set up a type form in the next few days and get some of these written down. These are brilliant. Thank you for putting should, these through. We should create a sting operation. We should a sting operation. Email the board and be like, look, we're going to push the agenda for you and then just throw you guys on a live. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some things I want to get through as well. Uh, firstly, firstly, our friends at Big Footy, we have, uh, we have a game coming up this Sunday, believe it or not, against the Suns. Um, and on Big Footy, there's one of the, um, one of the original moderators, uh, Wixie. Um, who has fallen ill. Uh, he's a big, big footy poster since 2010, um, has had ongoing health issues. He, he's going through a rough trot. Um, so I'm going to put a link in the chat right now for you to read through, read up on his story. Um, 
and Big Footy are doing some some great things for him. I'm not really a Big Footy poster, but they got in touch with me during the week and um, asked if I could um, help spread the message. So I'm happy to do that. Um, I think solidarity is the first step of what we need at the moment just to get people through. So um, just want to give a shout out to Wixie who's gone through a really tough trot. Um, we're with you, my friend, and hopefully, hopefully you get better. Um, Pommy, let's touch on the reserves before we move on, because there were some interesting names that that um, that came up, and some interesting conversations that will come from from a selection standpoint based on that. Um, how do we see the reserves playing a role in in the rest of this season? Uh, for me, if I was the coach, I would now draw a line under this season and say that the only way forward for me is to build for 2024 um, right. and just say, right, I'm picking my 22 based on the guys that will stay um, in my future plans. Um, Gary, you're going to love this, but fuck me. Yeah, bring David Cunners in, man. I tell you, the Nigella Lawson of football, bring him in bins in, play them for the rest of the year. I think that's that's hugely important, literally hugely important. Um, yeah, Binzi continues to impress him play this week um, because they kept him out of the side as a backup sub, but then he played. Bizarre. Um, but it would have been good to he see ended up him. playing? No, he didn't play. He didn't play because he was held over. Yeah, that's tough, isn't it? Because you, I get it. You hold him over in case we need him in the AFL, but he ends up not playing a game. That's a really tough situation to get through. It's really good list management, squad management, one oh one. Um Lockie Cowan. Um definitely when you ask what we need more of, we need more Lockie Cowans. Any man that when he was seventeen and plays seniors lands a right hook on a two hundred centimeter ruckman mm-hmm. is the kind of guy that I want in my team. He was good. Uh and yeah, Connors, man, he was pretty much involved in everything Cowan did good. There's something about Mr. Connors, I tell you. There's let's hope he can stay fit till the end of the year. Let's really do. Outside of that, um, Fog, if Cowan do want to give Motlop a rest and just want to play some, we talked in the review video how a good system works. Um, Fog's just nailing the tackles, still playing too much mid-time for me. Um, but he does tackle. But aside from that, I, there's not many of them fit and available. Lemmy's coming along nicely, but I think it's way too soon to have the Lemmy talk. Murkoff out with a mysterious injury. No one knows. Yeah, what what's is wrong that? With yeah I, I did notice that. I, I wasn't aware of what he what actually happened to him. It wasn't on the report. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> <laughs> um we, we do get to see Hudson O'Keefe in the rook, so we can see why there is. And Webby, Webby, Webby's a fan of Lemmy. Um, you know, I love my Adelaide kids because they're one of the few junior teams that have a professional kicking coach who's there full time. So Tom Scully and Lemmy, they've both got sweet actions and he's got a real nice action. So he's gonna be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing him coming in to the team. Okay. Uh Lemmy towards the end of the season, just giving him a little taste because he is really battling hard down there. But Lockie Cowan, man, honestly, yeah, play, seen him at high half back taking the game on. He's always been my boy, Lockie. He's he's one of my faves, one mm-hmm. of my faves, Lockie. Okay, there you go. All right, so now what I want to do is turn the attention to the giveaway. So, those of you on YouTube right now, you'll see it pinned. Um, to the top of the chat, and then I'm going to post it in the link of this, in the in the in the chat as well. So, to celebrate 10,000 subscribers, uh, I'm giving away everything that I've collected in this box. Um, three chances to win next Monday here on the show. I will have like a spinny wheel with those who have bought a ticket, and I will live. I will draw the the three winners out. So tickets are thirty bucks. You go on the Eventbrite, you purchase a ticket, you get an entry. I did. I did promise something on the fan cams last night. If we had a hundred entries, I would put this thing up as a fourth spin for everybody that enters. So if that does happen, yeah, I'll do it. Happy to. Um, but I really do want to take this moment to thank 
you all for being here and thank you all for subscribing. I will be putting out a video later this week, just recapping the journey. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been a real dive into like a personal development space as well. You guys have watched me, us, all of us grow up um, from like an idea to now a, <laughs> a 10,000 strong community on YouTube. And, you know, I think it's 38 or 40,000 across all the, all the platforms. So um, I will address that. But um, the people that make this behind the scenes are really the ones that um, I want to spend some time talking about tonight. So there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, there have been people come and go, different phases of their life. Um, but, uh, you know, Ethan and and Willem, who I speak to every week, who do the thumbnails and, and uh, also the videos for the Instagram edits. They're my rocks at the moment. Um, they just get the job done. Um, you know, Kira, Shannon, Ari, Nathan, you know, that next generation that are coming through. It's awesome to see um, the besties doing their thing. Um, and you got Joe, Dan, and Jules, the Almost Blues Brothers, you got the Jumper Punch Boys, Rocco, Paul, Mars, um, young Luke Cornell, who writes the articles, and then there's Pommy as well. Um, one of the one of the key things, Pommy, I remember when I met you, mate, was I was like, this guy gets it, gets the game on a different different level. Um, needs something to focus on, and if he has something to focus on, the sky's the limit, mate. And I think you really do embody what Blue Abroad is all about, my friend. So. Um, you know, as much as, you know, I'll get some, I'll get some kudos for, you know, building this and all of that. I think it doesn't get to 10 K without all of you that have contributed, um, Helena as well, who contributed early in the days as well. So thank you very much. And, you know, really what I see this now is, is a vehicle to just keep us going week to week. When times are tough, we have somewhere to be. When times are good, we have somewhere to be, um, the worst thing we can have right now is a situation where we've just completely all turned on each other. Now, people do not see eye to eye. Uh, people will disagree. And that is what this is all about as well. We don't have to have the same opinions, but we, there should be some level of tolerance for the other side and in, in hearing it. So, yeah, I hope we've done that. Um, it's only you know five years in, six years in, so more to come. But, yeah, thank you, everyone. And uh, get yourself a ticket. And I look forward to giving these away next week. So first prize will be the signed Corey Durden Guernsey from his first game and the team signed Guernsey for the 2021 AFLW team. Second prize will be Corey Durden signed Guernsey from 2022 uh, together with the Carlton Respects Guernsey. Uh, and then third prize will be... Eddie Betts, Mark Murphy, um, farewell shirts in their packaging. And I've also got this team signed polo from like 2007, which I will throw in as well. So there will be three opportunities to win. Um, tickets are in the link in the chat. Get them. And I look forward to giving this all away and collecting some more. So yeah, Pommy, what up? What's happening in the week? Hey, you're very complimentary, Terry. Hey. Yeah, well, I mean, you you know, we've, we've you guys have done a great job. Hey, I'd just great. be abusing people in random Carlton boards, mate. Here I am. We have copped a we have copped a beating. <laughs> hey, been hey mate. Uh, Unlike the players, I can cop a bit of a paste in, to be fair. So I, mm. I, I don't mind it. It makes me better. No, it's been an emotional it's been an emotional ride, I've got to say. Yeah. It's been a, an emotional ride. I, I maybe was blushing, Samantha. I don't know. My dimples came out. I've started to notice my dimples now that they're a thing. Yeah. Well, let's look ahead to Sunday. I will be going. I'm going to the President's Club function on Sunday. It's part of the um, the Corey Durden sponsorship, so I'll be putting I a shirt I on. It's here. It's not in Colchester. I was like, I can't believe you're traveling to Colchester. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm going on Sunday. See what that. See what that's all about. Um, what to expect on Sunday? Like on the one hand, of course I expect to win on Sunday. On the other hand, 
I have no idea how they're going to get themselves out of the hole that they're in mentally, physically, spiritually. So I, I find it really difficult to to think about this week and 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 what's to come. Levi Casbolt versus Lewis Young. Oh God. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um obviously, I mean I, I feel like a broken record. Um right. must win game. <laughs> that's must that's become game. the new danger game. Must win game. If only if only the buy was this week. That's that's kind of where it's at at the moment. If we lose it, I expect to log into YouTube one day and see Carlton versus the bye. I can see, I can see that happening. Um, to be honest, um, but I mean, this is a game here where, like, the Blues. We've said it for the last six weeks. They have to show something, don't they? They have to show something. Um, very dangerous side, though. Um, the kind of side that I don't like playing at the minute because they're a side that doesn't know when to quit. They they're committed. They're strong. They're hard at it. Very talented in midfield. Um, Bailey Humphrey there in the forward line as well. Good boy. It's good, 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 good kid. It, very good kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I mean, this is something that you know they've got to be switched on because you know they're in a little bit of just quietly they're in a little bit of form. Do you know what I mean? They they're not scared. They're not scared of coming out and Sam Collins. He he loves an intercept mark, doesn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. They almost need to get away from football, our boys, don't they? Just go play golf for the week. Clear their heads. The only issue is you get to the MCG on game day and it's just full of anxiety again. <laughs> you know. You, you just know, don't you, that Carlton will... You know Friday will hit and you'll be like, got this we're fine <laughs> oh i don't know i don't know about this one this week yeah i i think from from last night i'm now just i'm just going to games and not expecting to lose but really pre- i think i prepare myself to lose more now than ever you know um, it's it, which is sad that's a really sad thing to say I'm kind of at the stage where I just need to see some tackles. Yeah. Like 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 the standards are low now, Terry. Our standards for you were our expectations for you were low, but holy fuck. Like, yeah, I know. I know. Like, like like to be honest, the only thing that I'm looking forward to is seeing Charlie Kerner be hit on the tip by a darting David Cunningham coming out of the corridor. Uh, yeah. The savior is on his way. Mate, Connors, on the Connors train with Uncle P and Big Gary Brown. Get on it. Love it. Well, coming up this week, tomorrow. Well, tonight, first of all, thank you, Order, for the 50. Uh, coming up tonight, 8.15, the Almost Blues Brothers. They'll be live. That'll round out your uh, your third show in a row for the Monday night. Tomorrow night, the Jumper Punch. Now. I've got a nice little preview for you all. Uh, not all of us will know who this gentleman is, but some of you will. Hi, everyone. It's Paul Molly Melbourne from the Carlton Football Club um, back in the 80s. Uh, Premiership player in 87. Just uh, reminding you to make sure you tune in to the Jumper Punch every Tuesday at 7 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> That's tomorrow night. I uh, forgot this one from our friend Adrian Salerno. Phenomenal how accurate you are when you dissect Carlton Pom. We'll always support this mob through thick, thicker and thin. Congratulations on 10K. Thank you very much, Adrian. So the Jumper Punch tomorrow night, 7 p.m. here on the Blue Broad YouTube channel. Wednesday, we have the Besties at 5 p.m. Their podcast drops. And we have Ari and Nathan doing the rest. Uh, Thursday... I will probably drop the 10K recap video as well. I've also got Young Bailey uh, doing a compilation POM for the whole journey up until now. So that'll drop later in the week. Yep. Friday, teams, 5 p.m. for a Sunday game. 5 p.m. teams live with you and Lek Dog. 
uh, and then Sunday, watch along in fan cams. Uh, it's a Sunday afternoon game. I think it's like one ten. So we get to go home early. Get to go home early it can be an early night for us. And you know, listen, we hope for better days. We hope for something. We hope for a circuit breaker. You just need a win. Need a win. Need to win that winning feeling. Uh, it's not about the season being alive anymore for me anyway. It's more around just, I want to have a memory this year, <laughs> you know, like right now it's just Geelong in my view. Uh, Eagles was all right. Wasn't it? We had, a, we had a bit of fun with that. No, we had fun though, didn't we? I mean, it, the Charlie yeah, Kernel song got the workout. <laughs> we had fun, but yeah, it wasn't a, like a, a real win, a good win where um, I was, I was proud of him or where I was going into the game, doubting that they could get it done and they get, they got it done. So. Fair. Yeah. Anyway, Pommy, thanks for being here. Appreciate you as always. Thank you everybody for being here. Thanks for being part of the channel. Get your tickets for the giveaway next week. Seven more days to go. See you then. Go blues. Go blues.